I spoke in the car about the hole at the center of this donut. And yes, what you and Holland did that fateful night seems at first glance to fill that hole perfectly. A donut hole in the donut's hole. But we must look a little closer. And when we do, we see that the donut hole has a hole in its center. It is not a donut hole at all, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not a hole at all! Hello folks, this is NYC Actors Talk Film Cold Read, our bite-sized episodes where we talk about a movie we just watched. And Hunter, what movie are we talking about today? We are talking about Ryan Johnson's Knives Out, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Cookies to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're coming in strong. Uh, (laughs) We're coming in strong. We're coming in hot, okay? And Uh, as many of you don't know, as many of you who, who don't know us in real life, we quote this movie a lot especially uh, let's let's do all of them so we do uh, i'm so old <laughs> oh, <laughs> old. old and then um, uh anything dinner uh, to yeah. eat <laughs> to eat you want cookies huh <laughs> uh, i don't eat one iota of shit <laughs> uh no no uh, no <laughs> oh my god uh, you eat shit eat shit eat <laughs> shit you definitely eat shit eat shit <laughs> there's so and the the nazi child <laughs> masturbating in the bathroom <laughs> there's so many quotes uh we're getting ahead yeah. of ourselves hunter i mm. am we are both uh because we we're talking about uh knives out and uh we um we we quote the movie a lot we both like it i uh and we'll see how much we like this movie as we get into uh, Knives Out. So Knives Out is, as you said, a Ryan Johnson movie where it's a murder mystery that turns into not that um, in the middle. It's kind of a wild goose chase in the, in the middle of the movie. And then by the end, it comes back to being a murder mystery again, which I think is super interesting. And I think, yeah. you know, I, I yeah. And uh, you know, Ryan Johnson does this uh, for most of his movies, like kind of twist and turn and, you know, to, you know, a, a different effect. You know, some people like what he does and some people hate what he does. Um, and I, I think at least for when we talk about Knives Out, because I can see you, Hunter, about to explode because we're not we're not talking <laughs> about Last Jedi. OK, I'm like, OK, I'm like. I have to clarify. I have to clarify. <laughs> um, but I, I think no, I think it's... I think we can both agree that uh, Ryan Johnson uh, does a good job here. Oh no, this movie is fantastic, Nick. I, the first time I saw this movie was at the Animal Draft House. That's right in uh, Brooklyn, New York. That's right, and I remember like in. The middle of the movie, it's like the it's solved already, as we think. Yeah, right? which like, is super interesting. The, yeah, and it's like, what the hell else is gonna happen? And it, he does it in a way that's so perfect. I can't believe he wrote it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's one of those movies that, that it's like, oh, you can't write this stuff, man. This is crazy stuff. Yeah, you can't. Um, you can't have a murder mystery where you sort of reveal what happens like not even halfway through the movie. It's like nuts. But, but the way 
that he subverts tropes but also plays into the tropes is what I really like about the movie because it has its cake and eats it too in the best possible way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, actually. Uh, and it's nice to be on the same page about something after our <laughs> last episode. Uh, That's right. <laughs> but but uh, we, uh, we went at it with each other. I know. Gosh. Yeah. Saying that, we got you got your cookies, and I got <laughs> some eggnog, and we're That's celebrating right. Christmas, baby. That's right, we're because Knives Out, Out. Yeah, Knives Out is a holiday movie, because it's about family, oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean but, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this is a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. Everybody's wearing jackets. It's cold outside, <laughs> you can see. And I'm like, oh, this... And it came out around Christmas, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was in November. Um, and, and Chris Evans, you know, rocking that sweater. Yeah, total Christmas vibes. Yeah. Um, so this is our first Christmas episode of what will be more to come. This uh, lovely, merry month. I was about to say spooky month, but then I remember <laughs> that. It's not spooky month. <laughs> not anymore. So, Nick, what, what are your... What, what did you think when you first saw the movie? Well... I've seen this movie five times now, and so I almost don't remember. But if I actually I do, what am I talking about? Um, I saw this movie at TIFF. I saw it at a, at the Toronto International Film Festival, um, and it was one of the last movies I saw there. Um, it was it was like the second to last one, and so yeah, it was like a great experience. I've never been to a film festival before, so like seeing like big movies like Knives Out and Parasite. It was just like super fun, like seeing them early, seeing it with a crowd in a different country. Um, and so like it was the best possible way to see this movie with like a, a, a riled up crowd, excited to see Ryan Johnson's next movie. Um, and it was just a total blast because like this is, the, uh, this is such a crowd pleasing movie because like there's so many moments that, that that's like so many moments that are satisfying for an audience that like, you know, it's what we want. We want we want the, you know the, the mean uh, family to get their comeuppance, and they get that a lot in this movie. And in satisfying as hell ways, um, and we get these larger than life, you know, kind of uh, laugh out loud uh, applause, you know, worthy, you know, moments throughout most of the movie. It's like. Anyway, the, so I, I vividly remember my first time watching this movie because, yeah, it, it was a blast. And every time I've watched it, it's it's just as funny as and just as exciting as uh, the first time I've watched it. I, I love this movie. Uh, Hunter, your thoughts? Yeah, uh, you mentioned the mean family. And, yes, mean, terrible, but also likable as hell. And that's much to do with the writing as well as the acting oh yeah i mean this like, is like this is like a perfect movie for us because like the acting is like off the charts the the, the cast the cast you know it's just what nuts. a cast what a cast yeah. like i mean michael shannon like has uh a really creepy moment um where he's like talking to anna Darmus character about like the lawyers and stuff like that and like oh yeah of, and he's and he has the uh the cane or his uh, his uh, yeah his cane and he keeps stomping on it and the, and the camera focuses on it it's like super yeah. like in beat but it's like really creepy he's getting closer and closer in on her mm -hmm. it's really good yeah he has those creepy moments but then he has these funny ass moments <laughs> where he's like dinner to eat cookies and like 
it's like, oh, you you're you are so good because you make me like hate you in one moment and then laugh out loud the next. And yeah, because I think that was that's a perfect way to describe it, Hunter. Like they're so mean that when they get their comeuppance, it's comeuppance, it's great. But also like they're, I don't know, they're such a they're so insecure. And they, they've they never, and I don't think any of them have really lived their lives without, you know, a soft cushion below them, you know, where like, the, mm-hmm. you know, they could always rely on Harland, the, you know, the the man of the, the house. Everyone in the family relies on Harland because he's the one with the money. Yeah. Uh, and then when that gets, it's so funny. I think it's so hilarious that like Michael Shannon also, it's a moment with him. He's like, we, I've talked to the family, like, we want to take care of you. We want to take care of you. Right. And then it's revealed that she's she. getting all the money. Mm-hmm. And then they flip their shit. Yeah. And they're like, what the heck? She doesn't deserve it. And it's like, oh, you were so nice. You yeah, were it's so a... nice when you, when you could afford to be. Yeah, it's so hypocritical. I love it. There's but so now... many moments of, like, hypocrisy throughout the whole movie. It's just like... There's that wonderful running joke where, like, the family members are telling Marta, like, hey, I was voted out, okay? I was, gonna, I wanted you to come to the funeral, but, <laughs> you know? It's, like, great little, like, <laughs> it's, like, great little moments of, I'm not racist, but, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's that but, meme. You know. <laughs> you know, it's it's that meme of, like, I'm not racist, but, uh... <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, it's, <laughs> like, they're, they're, like, they're, some of them are, like, liberals, like, which is funny. But, like, they're also kind of mm-hmm. just, like, using Marta, too, you know? Like, that's why I, I find that dinner scene when they're talking about um, he who must not be named. Uh, and they never mention him, by the way, in the dinner scene. They just say, like, oh, you know, maybe we need a mean leader, you know, blah, 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 you know, in the in the White yeah. House or whatever. Which, so, like, it, they, have the politi- really... they have a political discussion, which almost all families do, and it's always uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. you know, we, we, we have that scene, but they don't, like... Even though, like, this movie isn't subtle, but, like, but like this movie also doesn't, like, I don't know. It's It, it never crosses a line because it's, like, yeah, it's... like, they like they have a different – everyone in the family has different opinions, and they're all idiots, and they're all assholes. Yeah, it's – it's what would you say? It's not – like, the movie's not subtle, but it's also not too preachy, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which – which I, I was surprised about with Ryan Johnson from my own views of um, what the only, I think the only movie that I've seen other than knives out from him is the last Jedi. Oh, okay. Um, I I've seen, yeah. uh, I've seen Looper, which is also very good. I okay. think you should watch okay, that. Never mind. I have, I have seen Looper. Okay. I love, I, I do really enjoy that movie. Okay. Never mind. So the only movie that I didn't <laughs> enjoy from him is the last Jedi, but that's another, that's another talk. So, yeah, I was really surprised to to see um, him not be super preachy in his writing and kind of like, as you said perfectly, I think um, that like, oh, it's this family and they all have different views about like politics and stuff like that. Oh, but but you guys are so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, they're they all basically like they're all basically the same kind of person. It, it, that's why it's so funny yeah. that like you know they're mm-hmm. you know they're they're arguing about this, but they're all basically privileged people you know they're all super super privileged people so it doesn't even matter what they think quote unquote which is interesting and we won't get too much into this i don't think but that that is interesting and how um maybe relatable that is 
Like yeah, because like, like look, I I'm not gonna pretend I I'm like I know all about like the world and politics or whatever, but like you know I have a I you know I have a decent home, I, a loving family, you know I to rely mm -hmm. on, you know so. If I didn't have that, I don't know. Like, what should I be talking about all this stuff when I have like all these things in my life? You know, it's interesting. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I will no still, matter. and I will, but you know, <laughs> of course, of course, because everybody has an opinion on almost everything, right? Yeah. Um, so, someone, someone yeah. said this. Uh, a teacher of mine said this. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Yeah, like no matter, and I think no matter like what's what political spectrum you're on, it's like everybody has that family you know what i mean yeah. where you have all those view like everybody has a different viewpoint ah but you guys aren't really that far apart you know what i mean right it's it, it, it just like uncomfortable interactions with your family like we can all relate to that yeah and th that movie it it hits it on the head and, and obviously in this movie it's so larger than life you know to the extreme that's why we laugh you know that's why it's so funny mm -hmm. Uh, because they're in a lot of ways they're like you know they're they're uh, stereotypes or they're caricatures you know they're they're so silly that like it's a it's so okay to laugh at them because they're so over the top yeah <laughs> you know like that's why but it, but like in an endearing and also uh, cathartic way like that's why it works you know if it was like I don't know if they didn't play that as much with those family members with those characters, I don't think those moments near the end would have worked as as well. Yeah, and uh, getting back to the political conversation, like, there's... You even laugh at the points where he's all like, look, I'm just saying, America is for Americans, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, because you know those people, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, oh, and, a, and a, I know. <laughs> and a subtle little thing that I always love, one of my favorite subtle jokes, is when he's like the same guy, I forget it, the character's name, but uh, like he's explaining like, you know, Marta, you know, come here, Marta, like, you know, hey, and I, and I love that moment because it's so real. But but what I love about that scene the most is like, then he starts explaining to everyone like, see, like she worked her way up. And while he's doing that, he's like, very slowly like handing her the plate <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like hey still still do your job though like here it's still here <laughs> <laughs> and i love that because it's like whatever you're saying right now it doesn't matter because your actions clearly show yeah. you doing something completely different well and her her that character her mother is undocumented so he doesn't even know what he's talking about right yeah you know what I mean? and so that it's like Shut the fuck up, dude. You don't yeah. know anything. Yeah, and it's also it. like, I don't know. <laughs> We're getting so political for some reason. Uh, but I yeah, love I it. Well, but I also love it because it's, it's, a, it's a good political kind of thing. It's not over, uh, you know, it's not uh, hitting you over the head with it. It's it's very, once again, we said before, not subtle. But I, I think, you know, it, it, it does enough where like, you know, our, let, let's get into it. Our main character is a Hispanic woman, you know. So, you know, and that's not something you really see in a murder mystery movie like that doesn't you don't really see that a lot in murder mysteries you know what i mean there's like the agatha christie murder on the orient express you know movies and the you know what i mean there's not a lot of it's mostly white people killing white people you know what i mean like it's not really like yeah. you know it's not really diverse and i think it the movie knows that but it's like wonderful you know what i mean it's just like it's just normal yeah and also like murder on the orient express like modern day murder mysteries they haven't been very good 
no. and almost non-existent to be completely honest yeah but, like, it's, it's kind of a dying genre out, yeah and this one revives it with because of stuff like that because it's like oh it's new it's fresh like in the best way exactly it's not just you know our main character isn't just like another white guy you know what i mean like it's it's different mm -hmm. and we still have that detective which we haven't mentioned yet but we have a detective in this <laughs> movie uh benoit blanc uh, played i think tremendously by daniel craig maybe i mean i i've only seen him in a couple movies but at least for the for the time being right now it probably the best performance i've seen from him have you seen him uh as bond no no you haven't that's right but apparently yeah. he he very famously like hates playing bond though oh does he really yeah and he said he had a blast doing this that's a shame he's really good as bond well it doesn't matter um, he does a good job he, he can hate it all he wants you know he still yeah, does it true. he's still yeah. in the next one um, you know <laughs> you know i know isn't that funny like but he's oh, but I he's uh, <laughs> i hate it uh oh, but uh could you, but uh ooh. <laughs> Thank you. My check, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but he's amazing in this, you know, he, but he never he never like takes a uh, takes away anything from the movie. Like our main character is Ana de Armas, you know, it is, uh, mm -hmm. you know, is is uh, Marta. Um, so, you know, that perspective is always there while we also have this really over the top detective character who very, I think, very interestingly doesn't know what he's doing but also does oh there's i think there's definitely a method to his madness because uh at the end of the movie she asks him he's she's like oh when did you know that i had something to do with right. it and he's like the first moment that i saw you because of the blood the little tiny blood stain on her shoe and it's i like, just oh, picked yeah. up on that and i just like, realized just now uh not just now but uh on this rewatch that like yeah you can actually see him notice it oh can you really yeah i'd never noticed it but i was like watching it again and someone was talking about it like oh if you go back like you'll see that ben wonk block uh sees the the little blood on on her shoe and it's like oh it's about the details in this movie that's that's probably my favorite thing about the movie it's so well detailed it has set up and payoff all over the place there's Literally, the, I, I don't think there's anything that you can be like, oh, but they didn't answer that at the end. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they literally answer everything. They answer everything. And then a small thing about uh, Daniel Craig's performance is that I've seen him in one other thing where he has to have an accent, and it was uh, just a standard American accent uh, for this movie called Dreamhouse. And it's god-awful, and he goes in and out of it all the time. Um, but this movie, his accent, his southern accent, is like the best thing ever. Like it's yeah. so thick, and I think that you capture it really well. Uh, oh, thank in that you. Opening. I, I think that you do a really good job at it as well. Um, but yeah, and I just think that that I think accents are are difficult to do in general. Like oh yeah, like I'm I'm like half good at some accents and terrible at some others. Like I. Like oh, I can, yeah. I can go in and out of like, I could do like a cartoony German, German accent. But like, if I have to do like a legit, like German accent, like he's a serious guy, like it's a real person. I don't think I can do it as well or at the, at the time yeah. being in the time being. Yeah. Um, but his thick, like, so I don't know where that Southern accent comes from. Um, but is absolutely amazing. And I think he does a really great job at that and they even um, they even uh you know make fun of it a few times like csi kfc 
and uh, yeah. and, and, uh, and the same character, Chris Evans, uh, it says Foghorn, Leghorn, Drawl. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's like, like it's it's great. Like it's cheesy and it knows it is. Like I I like that. I like cheesy movies and this is a cheesy movie. Every line is so smart because it, it knows it's like it's silly and it's not super serious, but it also takes itself seriously enough in very key scenes which I want to get into uh very soon. Uh yeah. but but like it so it takes itself seriously enough, but it it, it also is fun. And it's also silly, over-the-top, and fun. And we don't get a lot of movies like that anymore, and that's why I'm a big fan of this movie. Yeah, it's... You hit it on, on the nose, my man. Um, it's, it's a damn near perfect movie in that way. Because it's like, oh, it has these really dramatic parts that's like, whoa. And, the, and parts that like tug at your heartstrings a little bit. And then you have like the cheesy detective that's like, out of you know like an old school like clue movie exactly it's like who who like when are there like sleuths detectives now you know what i mean there's not really any kind of there's no person like that anymore i don't think um and i think they even say that in the movie like he's the he's one of the last great sleuths or whatever you know because because once again like you don't you don't need a sherlock holmes type guy you have a computer for that you know it's like (laughs) and which is what i love too it's in the modern age it's a murder mystery in the modern age you know like there are phones there are you know what i mean they they mention instagram a lot and like i read a (laughs) what is i read a a a tweet about a new yorker article about you you know what i mean it's so brilliant (laughs) and there's so many great little lines like that like um like a uh a will reading is like a community theater version of a tax return. It's like so many <laughs> funny moments like that. It's one of the funniest movies I've w- watched in a, in a long time. And it, it's still, it's just as funny, if not even funnier, um, every time I watch it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And a lot of movies, I think, suffer from uh, doing it, like setting it nowadays with phones and stuff like that. Like a lot of movies suffer from that. And this movie doesn't. Right, because most most of them are scared to do it. That's why they're always period pieces. But like this one, like mm-hmm. it's like, hey, here's here's an iPhone. Like this isn't this isn't 2019. Like this is now. Like and yeah. and it's and it's funny that it is in you know mm-hmm. it's in this era. But it's also like shows like, hey, you can still do these movies, guys. You can do these movies in the yeah. 21st century. And then aren't they signed up to do another one? Too? Uh yes, uh Ryan Johnson is going to do a sequel with uh no one else from the original cast except for uh Benoit Block. Um yeah. uh, Daniel Smart. Craig. Smart move. Uh w- which is perfect cuz like he should be the only constant like in those yeah. in, the, in the movies anyway because like I love it. He's he's one of the most important characters obviously in the movie, but he's not like the the total like hey this is daniel craig's movie right like it it can be his franchise in a way because he'll be the only one that appears because i would love like at least a couple more of these movies like even if it's they're not as good as knives out i would still love to see like another one with with daniel craig just because like he's a such a fun character and it's just like hey follow this detective on his adventures like that's that's so cool and you don't get like that anymore you know almost like what comes to mind is like scooby-doo or something like that you know what i mean it's like oh follow this guy and it's fun like um, i think that's so cool yeah absolutely um hunter even though this isn't uh, a cold read i, I want to just uh, point out a couple of things that stood out to me in the movie so like acting mm-hmm. that stuck out for example and i think 
my favorite scene with like two people has to be the flashback um, to the party with Marta and Harland, uh, Christopher Plummer and Anna de Armas, um, where they're playing chess. Um, and that whole so it starts with them playing chess, and obviously it ends with him killing himself. So uh, a bit, you know, a, a, bit, a bit, a bit of an extreme, uh, you know, uh, end to uh, to to a scene. You know, they play chess, and then he kills himself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it has many, so many great lines in that scene. Like I'm so old, mm-hmm. but also like you know, we we see the we see the relationship between those two characters because I think in a lot of ways that's the heart of the movie, even though Harland isn't in the movie that much. I think that scene is so important. If they if they got that wrong, I don't think I would like the movie quite as much. But because they got that, like, emotional scene right, it makes all the funny stuff or the less serious stuff afterwards, like, hit even better because we got, like, we understand everything because of that scene. Like, Harlan explains, like, you know, that he wish he, you know, did better by the family and, you know, wished, you know, he set them free in a lot of ways because they they relied so much on his money because maybe they wouldn't be so shitty if they didn't uh rely on him you know yeah yeah and a a perfect Um, uh, sorry one more thing and and a perfect uh setup to uh chris evans character because he he says in the in the scene like you know oh ransom you know he can't he always plays games he he can never tell the difference between a real knife and a fake one, something like that. And it's like a mm-hmm. really, like just a perfect like setup to a wonderful payoff at the end, where like he's, yeah. Chris Evans is stabbing Anna De Armas, and it's a fake knife, and it's just like brilliant. Yeah, uh, I you know really it's like thought... it's little it's little stuff like that. Uh, to that moment, I really thought that he's gonna kill her. I really thought I was like, "Oh, she's gonna die at the end, and that's gonna be crazy." <laughs> Ryan John- like, Ryan Johnson, you've subverted my expectations. You dog. Um, I'd have to agree with you uh, about that scene, though. Um, like where she's trying to find the thing to like oh. a shot or something like that, and like she's tearing up, and she's like, "No, like it, it'll be in here because it comes with the kit. Like it'll be in here." And then she looks up, like crying. It's not in here. Oof. Yeah, it's Fantastic. such a it's such an emotional moment. It's probably the emotional high of the movie, in a very funny movie. But that's like that gets that gets me weepy. I think that those scenes, yeah. w- with uh, her and Harland, that's like the heart. You know, like we get, we have a heart in the movie, and that's Marta and his, and her relationship with Harland or Harlan because. Yeah, without that, it'd be really funny. But like you know, there there wouldn't be any like core uh, uh, heart to it. And I th- we have that with with Marta, and I think she's one of the best parts of this movie because of that. You know, she's the straight uh, woman, a straight man in the in the in the piece. Mm-hmm. But like she's so uh, she's amazing, by the way. Not 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 only gorgeous, but like she's she's so uh, she's such a wonderful actress. And I've only seen yeah. her in a couple of other things. But for me, at least this is clearly like the best I've seen her in. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, she's she's so like, um, uh, she's so emotionally um, gripping. And like, especially in that scene when she, you know, uh, she she walks out of the room after he, you know, slits his slits his throat. And you know, she's just kind of like, breaking down but also like thinking is like a wonderful um yeah wonderful emotional scene 
and it, it's just like beat by beat you, you you see her kind of registering what's going on and what she has to do and i think that's brilliant and also um what like i'm trying to think of her mindset like taking on a character like that like hey you're gonna play this girl every single time she lies she throws up <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you get to a place of like truthfulness to that right you know what yeah. i mean it's like oh because it's it's really convincing how she does it it's like i i don't know every single time like she throws up in the movie or every single time like she feels like she's gonna throw up i'm like oh, oh god she's sure she's not actually sure she's not actually throwing up <laughs> you know what i mean and i i think she she does that as well um brilliantly yeah it's almost like a superpower she has <laughs> in the movie yeah right um but what else uh but yeah, like she's so good and, and like Harlan in that scene is so good because like he's kind of, even when he's about to die, he's kind of like joking around like, oh, well, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, it's a, got a eight-ish minutes left. So if uh, yeah, they know. come here, it's going to take 15 minutes. And so you better have that vial. And but then, but then that, that moment when she can't find it, then it kind of gets real for him. And I like that moment a lot where there's a, there's a, a beat and then he's like, where's the meds, Marta? You know, it's just like, okay, wait, now it got real. So anyway, I love that scene. It's yeah. it's my favorite scene, at least when it comes to just, like, emotions. And I think, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's it's definitely, as you said, the heart of the film. It definitely is. It sets you up for for all of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to, to think of a scene that rebuttals that and <laughs> a scene that's more um, – emotionally like gripping and available but oh and also know. also it's just about sorry uh it's also just about yeah, yeah. perspectives too because at first we see a uh, tony collette come into the room in a, in a not flashback but like benoit blanc kind of explaining the situation what the family members told him uh happened that night and so mm -hmm. like when she gets comes in the room in that first part of of first version i should say of this scene when she it's her perspective like hey like are you guys okay in here and you see like marta in the background just like you know you can't in the corner like you know mm. you can't see your face and then when we see it through her perspective of course she's like bawling and it's like so emotional um and it's like yeah through her perspective this is like devastating and like what she just you know uh figured out what she just found out is like what am i gonna do it's just like brilliant way of i think that's one of my favorite moments of the movie too is just like uh every every character um is an unreliable narrator in a lot of ways where like yeah yeah um the first time i forget the guy's name but the guy that was all like oh, american americans that guy um he when he first is talking to the detective He's saying something about the party and it goes to like a really, a really nice um, flashback of the party where he's calling Marta over and it looks like really sincere and nice. But then later in the movie, you see the politics like conversation and how like weird and like uncomfortable that situation actually was. And so, yeah, this movie has a lot of that. Um, a lot of different perspectives and unreliable narrators. Yeah, it's 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 pretty brilliant. And then in that's uh, there's also a brilliant one where like uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> Zoe 101. We got Zoe 101 in this movie, I guess. Um, 
uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, saying, like, you know, how, how much of a, a strong bond. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> anyway, as you're saying. Are you ready? Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, explaining, you know, uh, in the party, like, oh, we, me and my dad have such a great bond. And, like, they're lighting the candles and she's there with him. But then when Michael Shannon tells that scene, it's the same scene, but Michael Shannon's there lighting the candles with uh, uh, Harland. <laughs> it's, like, brilliant. It's just, like, no one – you can't trust anyone or you, or at least you can't trust just their perspective, which mm -hmm. I love. Because even, because even, even, even Marta's mind is, is uh, uh, unreliable because just after that amazing scene when she's pulling off the plan and in her head, you know, it's Harland saying – Oh, after the the stone elephant, you you uh, you drive or whatever to the corner. But then she's like, "Wait, was it before or after the stone elephant?" And then he says, "Before, you know, um, mm -hmm. the stone elephant." And then after stone, before after the stone elephant, you know, it's just like she doesn't even quite remember. So like, you know, it, that's it's well, brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, even her perspective of what happened that night. Oh, well, you 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 thought you knew. Right, that you that you switched up and you killed them, but that wasn't like exactly the case. So it's it's very, it and it fools the audience. I think the entire time, like even when you think you know what's happening, uh, stick around, bud, because you don't. Yeah, because once once we reveal that about Marta, we're like, okay, so she did it. We can kind of just like let loose now and enjoy the ride and everything. But but uh, but. Uh, she didn't do it, which is an amazing twist. I think that, like, after all that setup, she didn't actually do it. She was actually, she actually gave him the right medicine. It was actually a suicide. I think that's brilliant, and I think, uh, and I think that it was Chris Evans, which we haven't talked about yet. Chris Evans, who, no. uh, as Ransom, who who was actually the mastermind behind it, as sort of a young version of Harland in a lot of ways, like a young arrogant version of that character if he wasn't if he didn't like have a turning point where he wanted to be a good man like 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 harlan's not in the movie but if if Har if we saw harlan as a young man who didn't have a conscience like about like oh i should have been better because you can tell like harlan is kind of now realizing in his life like oh i should have been better to this person and that person but like so Chris Evans is like if we saw that character when he was young in his prime and I think that's yeah. kind of a, a brilliant you know thing and like you know he even says like yeah I you know Marta me and you were like the only ones who really knew dad or who knew Harlan um and so like and he's just like a brilliant I think uh well not only is it a brilliant like twist because like you know we see him as Captain America so of course he's like when he's when he's being sincere we think he's really being sincere but he's not um but also just like such a brilliant he's that character alone is a brilliant idea of just like hey like you can't you hispanic woman you can't take our birthright like you can't take what is rightfully ours you know the, our uh <laughs> like uh, our our culture our you know our yeah. our uh our our clan of people of white people um you know, this, it's <laughs> this house was built on a on a uh, uh, what do they say? Yeah, a, a Pakistani uh, a realtor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like it was a it, it wasn't like even American. It wasn't an American house. That that's what yeah. 
like yeah benoit blanc is like yeah this was actually a pakistani house before uh yeah. Harlan brought and like, and, and, oh, and chris yeah, yeah chris, my research and chris evans is like shut up <laughs> <laughs> so it's like brilliant that like you know because there, there's so many people like that in the world i mean that like you know th think something is rightfully theirs when it's when it's not and it's and it's clearly like it's like this country in general. It's like, no, it's not just for you. It's for other people, too. That's the whole point of America. It's yeah. not just about one certain people. And when I mean one certain people, I mean white people. <laughs> and <laughs> and I think that's, wh that's why th it hits so hard, the ending, too, that, like, Marta is the one who owns the house, ho owns everything by the end of the movie. I think, like, it's, once again, it's not... Unfortunately, it's not the most realistic thing, but it's just, it's just such a wonderful idea of like, oh, she gets it by like she really does get it by the end. Like she's she inherits it, she inherits everything by the end, and I think that's do a brilliant think, brilliant move. Do you think she ends up helping them in any way? Yes, and I think that's why the the ending's brilliant. I think even yeah. even if they even if they don't deserve to be helped she'll do it anyway and i i really I like so. i like that about her character that she's so noble and and she's so morally right and and like she's an immovable object she won't be corrupted because i think uh, also probably the second most emotional part of the movie is when benoit blanc is like you didn't play it by their rules because if you did, you would be corrupted. You would be, you know, you'd be doing very questionable things for what you think is right or to, so you can save yourself. But you didn't do that. You played it by your rules. You know, you played it your way. And I think that's a really inspiring message because a lot of people think in the world in general, like, oh, I got to do this to like save my family, to save my life or just me, like just thinking about yourself. Mm. Like, you, like a lot of people think that, you know, to be rich, you got to topple people over to get to the top. When, if that's how you got to do it, you should never do it because it's awful and you're, you're compromising yourself if you do that. So I think being true to yourself regardless, and thankfully she gets rewarded for it at the end of the movie, but like regardless of what happens, you always got to be true to what you really want to, you know, to, to be steady, to be a good person to not just think about yourself. And I think that's a brilliant message. So she's not thinking about herself by the end. If, if you're even Benoit Blanc, who is a, like a good person, but also has his limits. Like, Hey, like, you know, you, you, you're this family, like you guys, you were treating her like shit. Like, you know, he was telling it how it is, which is true, but also yeah. like, you can tell like he, he, he never, if he got that money, he never would have helped that family out because he, he says at the end, like, Hey, I, you know, you do what you want. I have my opinion, <laughs> but, yeah. but I know you'll do what's right or something like that. And I, yeah, and I think that's a, a great last line from him. Yeah. Like no matter you'll, you'll follow your heart. Yeah. No matter what, like who they are, like you're still you and you still have like be true to yourself. And so I, I definitely think that she helps them in some way. I don't know what she, she ends up doing well that's but... what that's what you kind of have to think about at the end of the movie yeah. you, you know like, which is interesting yeah. and um, i i like yeah. that it ends i like that it ends um like with an open ending like that so you you can kind of think for yourself like 
oh, what would I do? But and what does she do? Like, do they deserve it? And all that, all that good stuff. Uh, it's really interesting. Um, and I, I would have hated to see if it ended and it told you. Like, no, she didn't help them. You know, you know, it just leads it up to interpretation. Right, but it's also true to her character that she probably, she most likely will help them. Because, like, I, I think visually it brilliantly shows, like, you know, even though she's, like, above them, you know, that, you know, she's, she's for, you know, she's, she'll be, she'll be uh, helping them. Because she, she even questions, or she even says at the end of the movie, like, I should help them, right? You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, even, like, she's the boss now, but, like, she's their boss. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah, that's... And that's what great, America great. should be. That's what America should be. I mean, I, right, I, once again, I, somehow this became our maybe our most political episode yet. But uh, but but that's how yeah, like our country more, should be. Even like more, even more than Apocalypse Now. I know even more than Apocalypse Now. Um, no, because it do, it does have those um themes in it, as well as it being a murder mystery. It has themes of of like class and politics and all that stuff. Um, so I, th- I think we we'd be we'd be almost wrong if we didn't talk about that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it deals with it in a great way. Absolutely. Like, like picks a side, but also doesn't pick a side. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like, like he it picks the right anyone. it 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 picks the right mentality of of yeah, how yes. we should of how we should live as people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um and so I think anybody could enjoy this movie. Yeah, absolutely. I really do. I think that it's it's wide open. It's a crowd yeah. pleaser, it really is. Um Oh yeah. Uh let's talk about our MVP real quick. I, even though I, I I think we I think we probably have the same one, but uh but I will I want a special shout out though to Daniel Craig because I, I really do think like he he has some of the best lines in the movie, um, and and he he's so endlessly entertaining. You you can get why they want to make more movies with this character, um, and uh, also special shout out to Anna de Armas, who's I think wonderful mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, emotionally sincere, as I said before, the the heart of the movie, and Chris Evans, which has also some of the funniest lines yeah. in the movie, uh, but he's also so like scary in a real way, where it's like this guy is. You can tell like this guy exists in real life like he, yes you know what i mean uh and and, and that's why and that's why it's... be him but i don't want to be him <laughs> well i want to i want to i want his i want his sweater <laughs> i want to dress like him i want his car maybe i don't want his mindset but i <laughs> I, I, I want a few things that are his yeah yeah um, yeah but let, let's say our mvp at the same time on three okay three two one michael michael shannon, shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Shannon steals the show. He steals the show, and I don't know if he was meant to do that. I don't think that the movie like was like, oh, this is this character is gonna be the character. But he <laughs> he made it that way. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be iconic, like forever live in film history as the iconic character from Knives Out. <laughs> Maybe his greatest role. <laughs> Can I be honest? I think it. I mean. Michael- <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. He's, he's great in everything I've seen him in. I mean, come on. Kangaroo oh, he's Jack. fantastic. <laughs> but, but this movie, like, <laughs> how do you read a script 
and and it says and it says cookies and you go <laughs> cookies like how do you do that I yeah because think about it because think about it. on the page it just says hey ransom you want some cookies huh cookies like that's such a basic line but he makes that line the funniest fucking line in the whole movie it's so or, good or hey grandma want some dinner to eat yeah that's also just like such a basic line but like he makes like, that so he makes that line so funny like and it's so inspiring too because like uh, any of us like if i just read that as a script i'd be like hey grandma want some want some dinner like to, you want some dinner to eat <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy to do what I just did, but how do you go dinner to eat to eat? Well, because it's also so relatable. Because like he's talking oh. to the the old uh, lady, the, gr the great gr great grandma, grandma. Um, I think great grandma. Great. Yeah, I think it's like great. great anyway, grandma. like it's so relatable because you've been there. You've been like, hey, Nana, like you want something to eat, Nana, Nana to eat. <laughs> Huh? Like a fucking Shannon, dude. Yeah, he he's he steals. He yeah, as you said before, like I don't know if he was meant to steal this movie, but he steals this movie. He's the best. Excuse me. He's the best uh, side character of the movie. He's he has the best lines, the best moments. It's nuts, but like it, it, it he's just so funny. I've I think he, he might be the best side character of any movie ever. I'm trying <laughs> to think like think of another just like hey this guy's in the movie, but you know he's not like the movie, but he's in the movie. Think of another one. I, it's can. it's hard. It's really hard to say. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I mean, because he has so many standout moments. Like not even, not just like one-liners, but like he has whole scenes too. Like with with Marta, as we said before, with the you know mm -hmm. her, uh, him kind of confronting her about like you know she get lawyers, New York lawyers, um, you know, and stuff like that. I love how he says New York lawyers too. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> um, New York lawyers. Okay. Uh, and uh, like yeah, he just has so many great moments in it. Uh, but but the whole cast is great. I mean, like, let's not forget. Of course, yeah. Tony Collette is fucking hilarious in this movie. Um, she's like, she's basically, like, any any like just a person we know. Just like you know, just like who's like, yeah, you know, I have this skincare product and it's super great and like it, you know, yeah, it has no. a it has a mix of uh a care for your body with also a care about humanity you know it's flam she's like you know? she's like any girl that you know that's in like a pyramid scheme yeah <laughs> exactly it's like look i'm just gonna kind of bullshit you this kind of thing about this random product that i'm uh sponsoring Damn. right now uh so it's like she's great and like uh, yeah. uh jamie lee curtis jamie lee is great curtis, yeah. she's so good she has like literally everyone has a great line i think in this movie which Even is why it's so Reasons good why girl yeah and and uh and it and it boy it boy he's good he's hilarious in it he's yeah really funny. when he when he says uh uh like liberal snowflake like that's funny oh, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 <laughs> dirty anchor baby <laughs> holy shit Oh, also, I don't know why I just thought of this, but uh, Chris Evans has a line, and he goes, he says it in 13 Reasons Why, girl. He's like, how's the SJW? Uh, 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 like, <laughs> yeah, how's the, how's, the, uh, how's the SJW degree going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that, that, is, that is the, that's the line. That's the line. That's the 2020 line. Yeah, That's hilarious. Uh, it's it's brilliant, and I'm so glad we have the same MVP. I wasn't surprised by that, but yeah, he's. Oh no! But like, e but everyone is so good. Even people I didn't think would be good in the movie were good. Like what, you, like who you said. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, do you have a least favorite part? 
I don't know if I do. I, I don't. I don't think so. Nothing that stood out to me like, oh, that's my least favorite part. Other than you find, which I shouldn't even say this is my least favorite part. But originally, when I first watched it, I didn't like the fact um, that they revealed. You think that they revealed the killer right away, like the Anna de Armas, like right when they said um, that she did it right i didn't initially like that but then they correct that and it's a great part so i don't well, also it's like gonna... a, it's interesting that they did would reveal all that stuff you know not even halfway through so i i would even if there wasn't exactly. an explanation which there is which i think pays off everything anyway so it's it's great but like even if they if it, even if it was in a different way later on i i would still love that because they would because mm -hmm. you don't reveal that kind of stuff like in the yeah. beginning of your and movie, so, which is so why I, I, I like that risk, and I like Ryan Johnson oh, taking. I, I like. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, I like Ryan Johnson taking risks uh, like that. I think he's a mm -hmm. risk taker in the best way most of the time. Yeah, uh, but do you have a do you have a least favorite part? Yeah, I mean it's it's just like a very small stuff. Like mm. I, I, after what I think is maybe the best like scene scene, which is the will reading scene. Which is probably the funniest scene of the whole movie, um, because once again, it's just like these terrible people getting their comeuppance, which is just like always yeah. amazing to see. But after that scene, when the movie slows down a bit and and the characters are kind of outside the house, I think uh, I think it slows down maybe a little too much. I, there's a there's a bit of a lull period I think where I'm like, okay, let's get back to the house, let's get back to like the family kind of stuff. Mm. But like once again, that's like really like nitpicking. Yeah, because like we had I such an like we had such an amazing scene uh, before that like I guess I was just always waiting for the next amazing scene I guess and it took a little bit but like yeah. it, it's still good like there's a great scene with Chris Evans and Marta uh, talking I love that scene, you know what I mean like so so it's not like it, it gets bad I I guess there's just a period uh, like a little more than halfway through where I'm just like okay like a little I'm waiting a little bit yeah. Um, for it to get great again. Oh, but, but, yeah. Also, spe special shout out to uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh yeah, who's in everything now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I always forget that he's in this movie. Uh, yeah, I, no, he's good I, too. And I, I hope that that he and the other guy are, or no, because they. No, I want, I want Lakeith Stanfield in the second one, just because. Well, like actually, the, the guy, the other the guy though, who's also great, the other guy, the other officer, he's yeah. really he has some of the best lines too in the movie um but uh he's like in every ryan johnson movie so maybe he'll show up again because he's really funny in the movie he's like the yeah, officer he he's like the officer that's just like oh she threw up that means she's lying yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like or like when benoit hamilton? blanc is explaining hamilton? oh yeah hamilton hamilton, hamilton? Yeah. hamilton? but also yeah. when blanc is like explaining and lakeith is trying to interrupt and he's just like Shh, no no <laughs> <laughs> so there's uh, maybe he'll come back maybe but um, but yeah, there's so everyone's like killing it in this movie, and I I think when you think about it longer and longer, the better the movie is, because not only is it just like a fun time, but even if you want to like deep dive into the story and the themes and the characters, yeah. it's pretty perfect too when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. So like it's it's essentially a perfect movie in my eyes. Yeah, you could sit down and watch it and be like, oh yeah, good movie. All right, let's go do. Or you can do something like we're doing and talk about all the themes and stuff like that. It's per it's a perfect movie for both situations. Yeah, it's like ins uh, insanely quotable and insanely cerebral, which is I think my yeah. my favorite kind of mesh of movie. 
Perfect. Yeah. So uh, what, what would your rating be, Hunter? I think I'd have to give it a 9 out of 10. I really like it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, I could, and I could watch it a lot. Like, you've seen it five times. I think this is my third or fourth uh, time viewing, and I could just watch it. And I, it's a movie that I, 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 if, like, a friend or one of my family members hasn't seen it, like, oh, I want to show them it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's a good movie to show people. And it's a good party movie. It's a movie for all situations. You could have a glass of wine drinking the movie. <laughs> you, could, you could have a beer with the boys. You can have a glass of milk. A glass of milk and cookies. In fact, I cookies. Cookies. In fact, I I highly recommend this movie with uh with just a nice boxer bag of cookies. However, you eat your cookies in a boxer bag. Get your cookies. Watch Knives Out. Nine out of ten. Nine cookies out of ten cookies. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a perfect uh, holiday movie. I think. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, I would I would give this movie nine out of ten as well. I think it's a I think it's brilliant. I I think there besides a few nitpicks, I really really dig this movie, and I think it's one of the smartest and funnest movies uh, of last year. Um, and yeah, once again, we just don't get a lot of movies like this. Like the, the score, we didn't talk about the score, but the score is brilliant. It's so over oh, the yeah. top, and like it's so over the top, and like you. And, like, it really serves every moment in the movie. Like, when something's suspenseful, you feel that because of the music. And, and when something's, uh, I don't know, when something's exciting, you know, you feel that. And when something's extremely mm -hmm. cathartic, like, uh, like one of the best lines of the movie is when Ransom is, like, in the car driving away. Like, I think this is the best thing that happened to all of you. And, and I think, like, and I think, like, the music, like, kind of, like, wrapping that moment up like that is, like, one of the maybe the like most perfect moment of the whole movie was that moment. I, I like with the music, it's just brilliant. But anyway, yeah, uh, that, that's also like the moment in the theater when I saw it at TIFF, the moment, like when everyone was just like applauding and going crazy. Um, oh, yeah. because it's just like, it's just one of those moments. You gotta be like, fuck. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, and I, and I hope someday I get to see this again in a theater, but, uh, not seeing anything in a theater right now because we're in a pandemic <laughs> because you know, <laughs> COVID-19, man. COVID, <laughs> I don't know. COVID-19. Oh, you know the thing that's last longer than anything ever? <laughs> oh, you mean the thing that I've lived with longer than I've lived with myself? COVID-19. <laughs> we no. hate to see it. We hate it. We hate it. We hate it. That's that's like the only thing that, like, we hate it. We ha I hate it. I hate it. But hey. I love this movie, so and uh, we good. and we don't hate you, viewers out there. Thank you, viewers, so much for listening to us. We really appreciate it. If uh, you have any suggestions about what we should, what we should talk about next, or if you want a guest star, uh, email us at nycactorsfilmpod at gmail .com. And Hunter, we have a website, right? <clears throat> yes, we do. You can go to www.walkingpoem12.wixsite/nycactorstalkfilm to find all of our latest episodes and our guests, and plus a little bio about how the show got started and how Nick and I met. It's a beautiful story. Go read about it. Very nice. And follow us on Instagram. Uh, Insta our Instagram is at NYC Actors Talk Film. And I think that's going to be it for, for today, Hunter. Indeed, Nicholas. It was always, it's always nice talking with you. You know what, you know what I'm really uh, hungry for right now? What what is it? 
a donut. Oh, I thought you were gonna say cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I subverted your I subverted your expectations. You are a classic Ryan Johnson. Cookies. <laughs>